Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Strangers Podcast. Today I'm welcoming Dylan. What do you think your defining characteristic is? Um, I think my most defining one, it's kind of hard to put it on one. If I had to put it on one, it would probably be that I am quite carefree. Um, carefree in the sense that like, I'm just not really that bothered about being embarrassed about things or just, <laughs> I just don't really, I don't like to take life seriously pretty much. I would say that's it. Has that caused you any problems? In the past. Oh yeah, definitely. But um there were problems that I would I would rather have gotten through being myself rather than pretending to be like this guy that everyone thinks you are in high school or wherever you come from. So I mean yeah. problems they're relatively they were relatively um small problems. So it was nothing that ever made me want to change the way I am or anything like that. How many relationships have you been in? And how many times do you think you've been in love? Um, I've been in one, two, three, four relationships. Um, and I'm 23. Um, and I've been in four relationships, four serious ones anyway. And I think I've been in love three times. Well, four times, if you count primary school crush. That was the first girl I was ever in love with. And she broke my heart. It's typical. Four relationships, three times I've been in love. And um, two of those times uh, I was cheated on pretty badly. So, And that was the first two as well. So that was um, pretty character building, they would say. <laughs> There's another question in the, in the game that uh, describes your words heartbreak. And I'm interested in knowing whether that is the primary school one or the cheating. <laughs> The primary school one doesn't even compare to the <laughs> the real one. The real one, um, I was 17 or 18, I think, and it was my first serious girlfriend. And um, we'd been going out for about six or seven months, I think. Um, and it was it seemed like it was going quite well, but uh, it was because it was my first girlfriend, I never realized really like what kind of girl I was dealing with until it was too late. Um, but basically what happened is she lived down the street from me and one day I come to her house and she sits me down on her bed <clears throat> and she says, you know, she looks really like sullen and like she's going to pick up some bad news. So I'm prepared to hear it. And she says that she's been uh, seeing this guy um, and that she's cheating on me and stuff. And uh, she said she's been sending nudes to all these guys and stuff on Snapchat. <laughs> and um, I was really like shocked. I'd never dealt with it before. I'd never even considered it. And so I was like kind of silent for a while. And she told me that I was supposed to be angry. <laughs> she was like trying to control the way I react and stuff. And I was just like, I just think, I think I just stood up and left. But that was like, that took me like so long to get over. That was like the first um, ever serious and like relationship trauma I'd suffered and it was for the better to be honest like i'm glad i went through it because i think it definitely changes you has that like tremendously harmed you in terms of like commitment or trust or have oh yeah like yeah 100 percent. like so it definitely has like i've had 
my next two relationships after that were both uh really good like the person i'm still i'm still friends with both of them but um like i had some pretty serious uh trust issues going into both of them and it wasn't that they were untrustworthy people they were like the most trustworthy girlfriends you could have but it was because of that relationship that i couldn't like I would just always ask things like if, if they'd gone out on a night, I, I would ask stupid questions like, did you kiss anyone? Like, <laughs> is anyone, uh, was anyone flirting with you? Did you like, they ask you for your Instagram, all these stupid things. And like, you know, they're stupid, but like, I don't know if you've been cheated on, it's just something that is really hard to get over. It also gave me really deep seated insecurities, like really bad, um, insecurities just about like, uh, why did she do it? Like, maybe it's because I'm like a bad person or like I'm not good in bed or like something like that. But like, um, it's like, and no matter how much someone comforts me on it as well, it's always, it always like sticks in my mind, mm-hmm. that insecurity. So yeah, it's hard to get around. Next question is who in your life makes you feel most like yourself? Hmm. That's a good question. Probably either my brother, Mikey, or my best friend, Ross or Declan, but probably mainly Ross because Ross is hilarious. He's like the funniest person I've ever met. Mine's like, even just saying his name makes me want to fucking <laughs> <start> laughing <laughs> because he's just such a fool, but it's, it's hilarious. So probably Ross, he's so funny. And that's like, I think I value that the most as a character trait is someone's humor. How long have you guys been friends for? Um, since first year so that's uh about uh, around about 10 years now holy shit 10 years my god what are you feeling a lot of lately lately i have been feeling a lot of mm, i guess the right word to to use would be something like euphoria or something or something like extreme happiness it's like really (laughs) really strange but um I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I've been doing a lot of magic mushrooms lately. <laughs> and it's just like the most eye-opening thing anyone can do, in my opinion. It's like the craziest drug. It just makes you, it's, it's hard. It's, even drug feels like, you know, that's the wrong word to use because it grows from the fucking ground, like, you know, like any plant. But I've been feeling um, a lot of... uh like my, I feel like my eyes are open a little bit more. It's strange. It's hard to describe. You can't really describe it to anyone um, who hasn't done it before. But, and I'm not condoning the use of drugs by any means. But <laughs> they really love are. that disclaimer. <laughs> Is there a feeling you miss? That's interesting. I, I don't think so. I don't think I miss any feelings. Um, purely because I feel different things every single day. So there's no feelings for me to like, like, I'm not like, oh, I wish I felt like that again. I never really mm-hmm. look back and and think about things like that. So I would say, no, there's, there's not really any feelings I miss. Very quirky answer. I'm sorry. No, don't worry. All, all answers are good <laughs> answers. Um, what part of your life work and what part of your life part? A part of my life that works is I think I'm really good at talking to people. I think I'm, frankly, I think I'm hilarious, to be honest. You've got like a very communicative 
laugh and smile even though I don't even see you. Uh, I laugh like the clown from it. And once you've heard it, like you can never unhear it. So I'm sorry to anyone that <laughs> is listening right now. Um, I'm really trying my best not to laugh. But um, that's probably the part of my life that works the most. I'm a people person. Um, the part of my life that doesn't work so much uh, is probably uh, the part of my brain that does like maths and stuff and like tries to figure out long-term consequences and things like that because, I mean, I'm a very impulsive person. So I just kind of look two seconds into the future and I'm like, I want to go snowboarding and then I go snowboarding and break my thumb or something like that. And I realize that I'm an idiot and I can't, I can't function normally like a normal person. So that's probably the part of my life that doesn't work. <laughs> what is your mother's name and what is the most beautiful thing about her? Oh, that's a great question. I'm such a mommy's boy. My mom, my mom's name is Yvonne. And, um, the most beautiful thing about her is probably her skin she has really really dark skin she's like a she's i think she's half scottish and the rest of her family are from new zealand but she has really really dark skin unfortunately i don't take that from her that much i wish i did but that's definitely the most beautiful thing about my fantastic mother what about you has felt repeatedly misunderstood by others if anything hmm Probably people think uh, that I, well, I was going to say probably some people think that I don't like them just from the way that like I carry myself and I talk around others. But if I said that I did like those people, I, I might be lying. So probably people misunderstand that. Um, they, I think people think I'm quite a mean person. Oh no, do you know what it is? Here's a good one. And I, I've had this a lot in my life and it's, I've always tried to, not be this but a lot of people once they meet me they think i'm a fuck boy or what's a better word for a spice boy like a you know like a sleazy a sleazy guy and i honestly have no idea what gives people that impression but it's so far from the truth so far from the truth um yeah i don't know why people get that impression but it's not true <laughs> are you are you like confident in the way that you present yourself others oh yeah 100 i guess that might be that because it probably is yeah but you know what that's fine if it is that i'm just going to continue on being perceived that way <laughs> that's okay um when was the last time you surprised yourself hmm probably the last time i looked in the mirror and flexed my arms i love that definitely <laughs> in a positive way or in a negative way were you surprised uh, positive, thankfully. Okay. Cool. Positive. It'd be sad if I looked up and I was surprised at how flabby my arms were, but it's all good. It's good for you. Good for you. Thanks. Um, have you changed your mind about anything recently? Hmm. Um, I might start doing like coding or something. Everyone goes on about how it's like the best job ever in the world and like you should get into coding and stuff. I don't know, but my dad's a software engineer and he's begged me my whole life to do it. It's like, and you know, he makes a lot of money off it. So I might try and I might try and do it, but it's just, it's just a lot of numbers and letters and maths. I remember earlier how I said maths is not my strong suit. I don't want to do that for a job. 
are you missing anyone right now? And do you think that they are missing you too? Um, I would say that I'm, no, I don't really miss anyone that much. Sometimes, sometimes I miss, um, like my friends, but most of the time I just enjoy my own company. I don't really, I don't really need anyone else. If I'm being <laughs> honest, that sounds really bad, but no. I just don't, uh, I enjoy my own company, you know, until it gets too crazy, like until it gets unbearable. Oh, you wait till that point to see. Yeah. Until I need to be put into a straight jacket or something. And then I'll probably go out and, and then bear Ross's company or something. <laughs> what is a dream that you've let go of? Ooh. Um, I, when I was younger, I really wanted to, it's, you know, a really simple one, but I really wanted to be like a professional footballer, but, um, I was really bad when I was younger. And so I just like played every single day at school at school. Everyone like played football every day. So I just joined in for years and years and years and just continued playing until I got pretty decent. And and then when I got good, I realized that I didn't want to be a professional footballer. <laughs> um, like I'm pretty good now at school. Like I dribble, I dribble the ball in and out of all the nine-year-old's legs. Like it's nothing. It's absolute child's play. I mean, I know they're nine, but they have like Ronaldo around them. Um, so I, I kind of gave up that dream, but if somebody offered me now to play for like Real Madrid, I would not pass it up. Next question is, what is a non-negotiable in your life? Oh God, this reminds me of the Bumble questions that ask you when you're making a profile. Um, a non-negotiable. I think, um, do you mean in the sense that like, if somebody wants to like start seeing you, like what's a non-negotiable? I think it's in life in general. Like why, what can't you live without sort of thing? Oh, probably laughter and like comedy and just funny stuff like i think that's got me through my my entire life um like if there was some sort of disease where you no longer are able to laugh i would just 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 let me die please i don't want to carry on living if i can't laugh every single minute of every single day and just annoy everybody with my clown laugh what have you worked on recently that you're proudest of um this is a bit of a callback to my previous answer. I've been working out a lot. <laughs> so I've been working out every day for a few months now and it's paying off and it's good to see. It makes you feel so much better about yourself. Like I felt so terrible before and, um, just from like being in the house all the time, not wanting to go out and drink or do anything like that, but working out or like buying a bench press and like having it in my room is like probably the best thing I've ever spent money on. I use it like every single day. And because it's like there in my room, this huge fucking bench press now, like I have to use it. Um, so that's, that's the best thing I own as well. And do you think that working out, um, it being mostly and all that, is it a big pressure or like, did you, do you think you started working out because of a sort of pressure that? I think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of people work out because of, um, pressure to just like look good and stuff. But, uh, I started working out just because I wanted to look better for myself, which I, probably a lot of people feel 
the same way as well. Um, but it was just so you can like look in the mirror and like actually be proud of, mm -hmm. of what you're looking at. What is the last thing you lied to your mother about? Oh, um, I, I don't lie to my mom because I'm a mommy's boy. My mommy gets to know the truth. <laughs> how, how close are you to her? Like, do you, do you tell her everything? And oh yeah. That? She's like the most, she's the coolest person I've ever met. She's like such, such a legend. She's literally like one of the bros. She hangs out with like some of my friends. They all think she's so cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, she's the coolest. <laughs> so you have to fill in the next sentence. And then I know I really like someone when. Mm. I know I really like someone when, when they're very sexy. Is that all it takes? For you to <laughs> like no, it's just, that's <laughs> just one of, um, as just bonus points for that. You know, like there's a lot of things. It's like, they have to be funny. They have to be chilled out. They can't be fucking like a crazy person. They have to be confident, you know, just like things like that are, are all attractive. What do you think your weakness is? Oh, God damn it. Probably women. Probably women. Like, I don't know. In the sense that like, <laughs> nah, I don't know. Maybe not women. But like I have been like uh manipulated into doing things for uh you know certain you things. <laughs> <laughs> um nah, I don't know. That's that's probably one of them. I wouldn't say it's my biggest one. Probably my biggest one is um my addiction, my addictive personality. Much as more in, serious. As in when you get into something, you Go kind of like when the first time I like uh, went out and did like uh, hard drugs like that was like it's one of those moments that I think a lot of people have gone through where you say you're only going to do it like one weekend or two weekends and then you get into a pattern of doing it every single weekend for a while um, and that gets really dangerous so that's when I realized I have quite an addictive personality and I wanted to, to not do that anymore a lot of people still do it. They do it for a really long time, but it's really bad. Well, it's good that you know that about yourself then. Yeah. But I also know that I need to stop smoking. Well, at work, I actually, the past week I've not smoked, um, because of magic mushrooms. I know that sounds crazy, but I've managed to stop smoking cigarettes because of magic mushrooms. But before that I would smoke one on the way to the bus and then I would smoke one from the bus to work and then on my first break and then at lunch and then a cigarette to the bus and then a cigarette from the bus home. So it was kind of control in my life. Yeah. If you could have it your way, who would you be with? Where would you be and what would you be doing? Hmm. Well, if I had it my way, I'd probably be in either America or maybe Canada, or maybe even Bora Bora. And I would probably be there with, uh, probably with Ross. He's my, my day one. I was going to think of some, some other people, but you know what? Ross is just the, he's like the sidekick in this, in my life story. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I'd take him to Bora Bora and he'd probably be fucking miserable as well. That's the worst thing about it. Why? Because he's just a miserable guy. He's, I, he, I'm five days older than him, but I swear to God, mentally, he has the age of like a 65 year old man. And he bought a laptop recently and he just, he's absolutely clueless. He doesn't know what to do. Um, but yeah, I think that's why I like. <laughs> well, is this way is this so funny then? Because he's clueless about. Oh man, he's just, he's one of those guys that's just naturally funny. Like he doesn't try really hard to be funny. Like just the things he does, the way he acts, it's just fucking comical. There's something about him that just cracks me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And I love people like that. It's so like, it's so easy for me to see that kind of personality because it's my favorite type of person. I think is someone who's just so like naturally funny effortlessly. And he is definitely the type of person. <laughs> what is something that you strongly dislike that most people love? Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of things, um, that I'm kind of struggling to think right now. Something that I dislike that a lot of people love. Mm -hmm. Probably, I'm not sure. Probably going out clubbing. I don't really like going out clubbing. I think everybody likes doing that. It's just really, I don't know. I just don't, oh, actually, I can change my answer to drinking. I don't like drinking. And everyone loves drinking. And I only do it to um, please the people I'm with. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a total people pleaser. Because would you get, would you get shit for not drinking if you're at the bar or something? Well, it's just like when I do drink, I, like, I, I feel like it takes me ages to get drunk and it just like costs a lot of money. And then I get drunk and I throw up and that's like what I paid for. It's like, why am I paying to throw up and <laughs> not remember the good times? <laughs> so I just, um, I just don't like it. It doesn't agree with me and mm -hmm. I don't agree with it. What do you think you need to hear right now? Hmm. I probably, probably need someone. I, I need to, I think I need someone to tell me to like, actually do something with my life. Like I need someone to be like, by the way, um, you're 23 now. You said you would do something when you were 18. It's been five years, man. What the fuck are you doing? Please get up and give yourself a shake and get out in the world and do something <laughs> but what do you mean when you say do something because like i think i just mean leave scotland yeah because i just think um i just think if i leave scotland like it's all gonna magically take off for me <laughs> like i'm gonna like just finally like get a job that pays like a bajillion dollars and like you know get like a really cool family and a really cool house but you know, that's obviously not going to happen, but I would really like to like go somewhere like, uh, Canada or America or somewhere okay. like that, somewhere where it's happening. Second to last question is what do you crave more of? What do I crave more of magic mushrooms? I think they're like, <laughs> they heal the soul. <laughs> um, no, nah, if I had to give a responsible answer. I probably crave um, more attention. I'm a bit of an attention whore. Maybe I need less attention. I need to call that. But it's funny because you said that you like to be on your own. And that to me doesn't sound like someone who needs a lot of attention if you enjoy your own company. Yeah, I do enjoy my own company. But 
I feel like when I'm with people, I don't want to be like sat out at the back mm-hmm. on my phone type of thing. Like if I'm with people, I want to like make the most of it. When I'm on my own, I want to like chill out and be alone. The last question is the one that I asked to everyone. Um, and it is, in one word, how would you describe the feeling of being in love? I was going to say tough, but it really depends on, on the person you're with. I would probably have to say, um, God damn it. Why is the last question so hard? I don't really know what to say to that. That's so funny to me. Like, I don't think there's one word that can be used to, de- to describe love because it's so crazy and it can be pretty much anything. It could be toxic. It could be good. It could be easy. It could be hard. It could be so many things. Like it really matters on who's involved. Like it totally comes down to that. So one word, probably random. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of The Strangers Podcast. I'll see you next week for a brand new one.